Hi, this is Rutledge Wood from NASCAR on NBC, and you're listening to On the Road with Dane on WGN. Seven twenty, WGN on the road with Dane High atop Chicago in the Skyline Studio, and on the line with us now, the man who brings so much of the fun into the food on cooking channels Southern and Hungary, and of course, the fun into the fast that is NASCAR and NBC as we get into Championship Weekend. A Renaissance man of racing and the road, the one and only Rutledge Wood. Welcome to WGN. Oh, thanks, brother. Great to be back with you. Yeah, these are as as we say in the business, exciting times. You know, there's a lot going on. Oh, there totally is. You know, we just we just wrapped up SEMA, and, uh, you know, this weekend in Miami, we're crowning uh, champions in Xfinity and the Cup Series, so there's a ton going on, man. It's it's uh, it's exciting down here for sure. Well, before we get into, uh, into the whole NASCAR Cup Series championship that is shaping up to be as exciting as, as it has been, I think it's one of those things that's almost like a guaranteed thing now, and I'm not sure how they did the algorithms or the R&D or scientists in lab coats, but they have that, that thing figured out, and everyone is on the edge of their seats. But when it comes to SEMA, you're such a big part of all of the action there, not only as, as an enthusiast and a fan, which you are, but also a participant. And so talk a little bit about, I saw this, you know, and as we have kind of got into kind of um, a resurgence of different makes and models that come back kind of like movies, right? When they make a, a remake of a movie and it gets to be just as big, but the Toyota Supra, big, right? It's coming back. Oh, gigantic. And, uh, you know, what was so cool about SEMA this year is I've been um, hosting the kind of PR kickoff for Toyota for, I think this is my seventh year. And... Every year, I'm always hoping, oh, is, it, is the Supra coming back this year? Do you finally do it? Well, oh the 2020 GR Supra came out from Toyota, and there were tons of them at SEMA. And I was so lucky. I actually got to build one, Dane, uh, with my friend Ed Laukas from Toyota. We kind of did a build-off against each other. So we each took a new Supra and kind of went crazy with it. I did a 20-piece a custom body kit, carbon fiber roof. Boost Logic is a company down in Austin that cranked the power up to 750 horsepower. <laughs> we did these. Uh, it's like a, a TRD Pro cement gray was the color. We did yeah. red wheels from Lightspeed. And just we tried to make it as kind of crazy as we could. I fit a 335 wide Continental tire on the back, which is like a Corvette ZR1 fitment. So pretty awesome. You can jam that much tire back there. But Ed did this really cool Heritage Edition where he kind of took a lot of the things from the Mark IV Super that we all love so much and really, really just brought it to the forefront. So, you know, I love when companies like that know how much the enthusiasts love these cars. Because you and I know, you know, the Supra doesn't have the same kind of margins that, that a Corolla or a Camry. They're not going to be able to make the, the volume and the numbers. They make those cars because we beg them to make cool cars that are fun to drive. Right. And the new Supra is just that. Now, do you know, of course, you guys made some, we'll have pictures up at WGNRadio.com, some amazing kind of beautiful examples of what can be done. Because you see on social media and some of the drivers and, and just other people getting excited about them and ordering them from the factory. If the demand is there, they're going to make it where it will be like pretty widely available for people all over? Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime you launch a new car like that, it takes a little while for, for the dealers to catch up. And, and honestly, they're selling them as quick as they're making them. So. Uh, but the cool thing is it's just such a fun car. I got to take one of the NASCAR pace cars that, that use a Supra out at Watkins Glen, and I got to take it around the track there, and it was unbelievable. Like, what a fun car, great track. So, yeah, hopefully people keep keep digging in and, and loving them. I, I was also really lucky, and, you know, I, I always like to build weird things. I built a crazy wide-body 
Porsche 911 <laughs> out of an 86 Carrera. And it was there at the Continental Tire booth, and, and people got to see it. But it has a 525-horse GM Performance Crate motor from Summit Racing in the back. So it's a fun car that can really make a lot of Porsche people angry because they think I destroyed it. And then hot rod people are like, oh, you turned a Porsche into a hot rod. Oh, but it's, I mean, that was a passion project, too. It's one thing in that great association and excitement you have and have had for, for Toyota is legendary. But the, the passion project, and you have kept listeners, viewers, fans, social media enthusiasts up to speed with that the entire time. The RWB uh, Porsche 911, the green one, right, where you swapped out the LS oh, motor yeah. for it. And to finally see, and, you know, before we get to the other stuff, take a couple seconds because it has been, you know, trials and tribulations to get it exactly the way that you needed it that your partners needed it and to have it shine at SEMA was pretty cool it was unbelievable you know I, I tried taking on the hot rod power tour last year and I made it about 45 minutes into the journey before I overheated it and realized I could not risk hurting this thing I said so we got to go work on it we added a few more radiators because we took an air-cooled car and made it water-cooled and and certainly there's going to be some hurdles there but this is one of those cars that I, I just dreamed about owning one one day and, and being able to to put it together and have so many friends come and help me with it. And now, like, there's going to be a kid who has a poster of that car on their wall, just like I had a poster of one when I was growing up. And to me, that's just the craziest part of, of getting to do the stuff that we love. And uh, I, I just couldn't be more excited and proud that so many people came together to help me make that happen it was really neat yeah one of the all-time one of the all-time great cars and there are so many people i'm sure listening right now that maybe have one half built in their garage somewhere hopefully you're the wind beneath their wings to kind of get out there (laughs) and and actually make it happen when it comes to making it happen nascar has done this over the course of the last few years kind of changing up the playoff the chase scenarios and trying to do you know everything they can to provide viewers and fans with an exciting finish where you don't have kind of at a foregone conclusion with 10 races left who's going to end up winning and i don't know that they could have lucked out a- anymore it's a testament i think to the talent of the drivers there where you know kyle bush and kevin harvick martin truex they have been there and swapping out sort of whoever happens to kind of have an amazing year great drivers all around like joey logano last year denny hamlin this year how exciting is it because it is it is actually like great 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 entertainment i mean as much happens through the year it's a long season but it's coming down to this weekend it really is, and I, I honestly, I love it. I, I know there were a few people when they started this new championship kind of format and how it was going to work. Some people are like, I don't know if this makes sense. Or people, well, here's what's crazy. is You spend an entire year, you know, building, and everything comes down to one moment, a three-and-a-half-hour race on Sunday on NBC where we're going to find out who the very best team is. And, and the cool thing is we've seen year after year the team that, that really ends up winning the championship almost always ends up winning the race too. And I think that's such a cool, it's such a cool right. thing, you know, but when you can see someone like Denny Hamlin have the drive of his life that he had last weekend or, you know, Chase Elliott this year at the Roval, seeing what kind of a triumph that was to, to come back from leading the race, sticking in the tire barrier in turn one, and then come back and win and pass every single car. Like that stuff just, it's crazy. And I think that's what we've seen with this championship, it just elevated every team and made them work harder and harder. And I think we're going to have an insane battle. I do think it's crazy to think about that Kevin Harvick is up against three teammates. And some people think, oh, that's, you know, Harvick's got three other teammates that could help keep those guys out of there. They're not going to be anywhere near them. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, those four cars are still going to be the four best cars out there on the track because that's what they've done consistently all year. I think it would be more awkward to think like if one of the Gibbs guys wins 
that means two of his teammates did not win in that moment. <laughs> yes. Right? And to me, like, that's way, way harder and, and weirder than, than the other situation. And for anybody out there that thinks that there is, that there, and there is a team element, obviously, of course, and they work together and all those kind of things. But if you, if you, anybody who watched the Daytona 500, uh, and Kyle Bush and Denny Hamlin, you understand that it isn't, it isn't like, yay, he won. You know, there isn't any of that. Everybody's out there trying no. to do <laughs> everything that they can to win. Now, here's the thing too, is you have three of the biggest person in the sport. I thought it was great. I think this year we, we went leaps and bounds trying to, what we had lamented over the last couple of years is like, you know, with so many great and big personalities stepping away from the sport in recent years, who's going to come up and be those those faces, right, of of the sport? And I think we saw that with like Chase Elliott and we saw, we saw a bunch of people kind of rise to the forefront, but we also have the biggest established personalities there. They are so different, right? It's going to be, it's going to be exciting right. to see who wins. Like, do you have, you know, I think it's great entertainment no matter who wins, but do you have an idea anybody that you think you maybe has an edge so it's, it's funny I, I think when i look at these drivers I, I see i see each of them have sort of their own strength which is really unique to them personally i think harvick is in this place where he has been a champion in the past few years and knows what it takes and he knows he can absolutely get it done that team is incredible kevin is is one of the best drivers in the sport and, you know, my buddy Kyle Petty pointed out, he may not get that many more chances where he is age-wise and his interest in, in continuing the sport to to have that shot. So, you know, I think he's going to drive like that. And I think that's really cool. You've got a, a guy like Martin Truex Jr. who, you know, again, champion 17, knows how good that feels, definitely wants that again, and has had a great year. You know, moving over to Gibbs and Furniture Row shutting down. You know, and, and he's in one of those places where I kind of got nothing to lose. Like, yep. I think that's a great thing for him. Kyle Busch has had an, a, a so-so season. They've been great, but they haven't been wonderful. And, you know, to not win at all and to think he, he was the only one that got his way in there in points and he could go out and kick everybody's butt and win as the champion. You know, when we look back to 15 when he won and he got hurt at Daytona in the Xfinity Series, comes back with a waiver wins, races his way, and everything else, and then wins a championship, this year looks totally different, right? Like, it's a completely different vibe, everything. But he could still be the champion, and that's what's so cool about this format. And then you've got Denny Hamlin, who has (laughs) never looked better on the track, never been more confident and more focused. And, you know, I saw this year we went and did a, a Racing Roots show, Kyle Petty and I did, with Denny about, you know, going to his hometown and finding out what he's all about and where he's from. And, and you see that this is that year when you see, like, he's that same kid that got a shot because someone believed in him. And look how far he's taken it. And I think he's going to really harness that. So, to me, I see four totally different approaches, unique approaches. But honestly, each one of these guys and these teams has a shot at yeah. this championship. And I love that. I, I love that notion because when we were talking with Dale Jarrett who won in 99 right 20 years ago we were talking about yesterday they knew at the second to last race that he had already locked up the championship (laughs) right 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 I I get that that works for a lot of other series but imagine like you couldn't crown the winner of the Super Bowl two games before that right like that wouldn't make any sense (laughs) while you're still playing the games right you know it's like we're we're playing we're gonna play the Super Bowl but Right, exactly. And, you know, the Super Bowl is, is about people that sacrifice and push and do all the stuff to get to that moment. And you've got to deliver right there. It doesn't matter what you did before. And I think that's what is so cool about this NASCAR championship. It doesn't matter what you did all season. If Kyle Busch didn't win a single race, guess what? He's got the same shot at that title 
that Denny, who won six this year, did. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you're looking at anyone, and regardless if, if people are obviously pulling for individual drivers, they're going to have their favorites. But as a fan, as a broadcaster, you, of course, on site from just a general 10,000 foot entertainment value, like it is a no lose deal. This is going to be exciting. And every single one of those people, those drivers has, has a case to be made that why they should win it. I think it's tough to, it's tough to handicap. It is going to be, it is going to be exciting. We're all going to be riveted and watching on Sunday NBC to see exactly what happens because here's the other thing too is these guys are ruthless like this is this is as big as it gets and 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 you went through and explained why for all of them and and they're going to put it all on the line they're going to do everything it is it's so great to see it's kind of like baseball where you know like playoff baseball world series baseball every single pitch matters and this race is going to be one of those uh, on sunday on nbc before we let you go i did want to get your thoughts on this for the first time in uh, i don't know if it's like 50 years uh, abc wasn't doing the broadcast for the Indianapolis 500, you know, one of the most iconic uh, sports venues out there in the world. NBC, you guys knocked it out of the park, one of the most important races, sporting events in general, and you guys did such a great job to see another change happen for the first time, I think, in 70 years, where it has changed hands, not only that, but the series, which is, again, I think NBC is a big part of everything that happens there, too. Your thoughts, you know, as as a fan and an enthusiast of, of racing in general and its milestones in land. Marks, what do you think? Uh, you know, I think for for Roger Penske to walk into the Indianapolis Motor Speedway at 14 years old and have that experience have such a lasting impact on him that it has been, you know, his life's work to be a businessman so that he could be there, be a part of it, and now be the person that owns it. Um, and, and knowing that, you know, he, he's a smart man. He knows that his time is limited and he may not be here for, you know, another 40 years, but he's going to be here and enjoy every moment that he can. And knowing that that he's going to preserve that legacy and what that means. And, and the first day the news broke, someone said, well, would you be cool with Rick Hendrick if he owned NASCAR? And I thought about it for about 10 seconds and went, yeah, actually, I totally would. That would be fine with me because <laughs> they still, you know, guess what? Penske, whether he owned the series or not, he still wants to beat every single person there. And he also understands what is fair and what's right. And so he's not going to, it's not like his teams are going to be the only teams that win or, or succeed in that sport or anything else. He wants everybody to do well. And he just wants to continue to move it up and up to be there last year for NBC and to be with my buddy Dale and her junior and to get to see that in person and know that I get to go back next year is amazing. I, I loved it. What an unbelievable opportunity to see this one section of life and to see that how that track has influenced cars and transportation, everything else that we know about motorsports in this country. If you know nothing about cars, going to the Indianapolis 500 is unlike any experience ever the fact that they have the snake pit where there's an entire like show going on and you never know the race is happening or to see you know to see 400,000 people show up on a single day in Indianapolis to watch those cars go around it just to me there's just no cooler experience in motorsports you know so I I think NBC did an amazing job with it they did it the, the reason they did that good job is every camera person every audio person every producer they love that sport and they love that event and i and that really shows there there was i was talking to a camera guy last night who just said you know i said what's your absolute favorite race he's like hands down indy 500 <laughs> and this is a guy who's been working in this sport for 25 years he said there's just no, there's just no other place like it it's the greatest event in the world for cars 
And I, I totally agree. I think NBC does a, such a great job with that, and I'm I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 exciting stuff. And you have been. You talk about it, if you don't even know anything about auto racing, you gotta go. You gotta appreciate. It. You've been an ambassador for so many bucket list moments with the the Kentucky Derby as well. You don't have to be a horse racing fan to to know that that's an important thing to check out once in your life. And excited to see how um, how Penske and and all that situation kind of translates into maybe a different or maybe elevated experience for the Brickyard Four. It's going to be some exciting times as it will be on Sunday as well as we crown a champion for the Monster Energy Cup series right there on NBC. And and we're going to let you get back to it. I know there's tons of planning leading up to it. Excited to see what it is you're going to be doing and wearing, right? And who you're going to be talking to. Yeah. And uh, social media, where can people keep up with you? It's at Rutledge Wood for all my stuff. R-U-T-L-E-D-G-E-W-O-O-D. Dane, thanks for having me as always, brother. Yeah, talk to you soon.